BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You're out, you're about, but you want your Dan Patrick. Well, good news, he goes everywhere with you. If you miss the show, you can podcast it. If you want to see the show, just go to Peacock and we stream it live every weekday. Watch past episodes too. The Dan Patrick Show, available anywhere you are, any way you want it. Welcome to a holiday edition of the Dan Patrick Show. Boy, do we need a vacation. Dan and the Danettes are taking an end-of-the-year hiatus. They're drunk. Time to look ahead to the new year. The future is now. And set some intentions. I would like to be drunk more. But until their return, the Dan Patrick Show is proud to welcome some guests into the Mercedes Man Cave, sitting in for Dan Patrick. These are the smart guys, right? It's Doug Gottlieb and Dan Byer. What up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, basically, the Doug Outley Show crew rolling in. We don't get to do this. This is uh, kind of like a special, and I know what you're saying. I'm, I'm waiting for Twitter. Like, oh, Gottlieb. Like, listen, normally uh, what what the powers that be, and uh, that's like my boss. I'll, I'll just say for now on, by the way, guys, when Scotty walks down the hall, we'll just call him powers that be. What do you guys think? You guys OK? Bye, are you OK with that? Yeah, I'm good. Hey, yeah, that's hey, fine with me. Hey, powers that, by the way, how you feeling? You better? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Are you through, laughing? Through you the end of I'm it. actually concerned. I know. About you. Like, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I was almost dead. And it, was, okay. it was. It um, was not jet sick, but I was not feeling well. But uh, <laughs> back at it today. 
Uh, Jay Stu, you okay? We call him Powers That Be. He no longer has a name. He's now Powers That Be. Um, usually, there's pa- the Powers That Be. They they want to. They we we do a co-host thing, and I know uh, Cavino and Rich going to host some here coming up with with uh, DP and the boys off. But this is what we're going to do. Is I think generally how we roll on a daily basis. Is that right? That. We didn't really meet. We don't really know each other. We just show up and do this every day from three to five Eastern time plus have an hour pod or 12 to two Pacific coast time. So, so let's get, let's get into it. Um, there's a lot of things that we could talk about. The fact that I just disemboweled some grape nuts, man, grape nuts is a great cereal, great cereal. Um, Byer, you missed our soup discussion. We've been talking a lot of soup here, especially with, and this, this year radio show is on everywhere and most everywhere is really, really, really cold. Really, really, really cold. And it's a hard thing to conceptualize when you're broadcasting live from uh, sunny Southern California because it's uh, our version of really, really, really cold is not cold in any way, right? But like, oh my God, it was like 40 degrees when I woke up. It's going to be so cold in some spots that I don't know if soup does even does any good considering TikTok is full of 30 below videos right now. That is, right now, that is 30% of my feed on TikTok is people in Montana freezing t-shirts or <laughs> putting stuff outside. And that is too cold that I don't even think soup can do anything for it. So the coldest I, th- place I've ever been, my first year playing professionally was in Perm, Russia, P-E-R-M, Russia. You, you can look it up. It's a historically significant city. Uh, Dr. Zhivago, I believe, was, was, was filmed there. Is it there close to Mullet, Russia? Or, uh, uh, it, is, yeah. no, <laughs> it is close to uh, uh, Yekaterinburg, I believe. High top fade, Russia. I think no, it's listen, somewhere. No, listen, like, I, it's, I know what you're saying. I get it, the perm. Padem, it's pronounced Padem, Russia. It's on the Kama River. It's uh, on the base of the Ural Mountains. And I'll never forget this because uh, it's like one of my go-to stories. It was so cold. It was so cold that my boogers froze. And it was like one of those, and, and here's the way it, it, it worked. Like, uh, at the time I was a newlywed, and um, we would, I would practice in the morning, and then you had a long like rest time. Everybody else would go home, probably drink soup, right? Take a nap, watch a show, and then you come back and you got practice night. That's professional basketball overseas. And, you know, being newlywed at the time, it was, hey, get up, get out of the house, and let's get, like, I, I just want to rest. I want to do, so, even though it's freezing cold, like you get cabin fever if you're just in the in the house every day. So I went out to the Renook, which is like an uh, outdoor market, the bazaar, if you will, and everything's covered except like you just couldn't cover, especially my nose, kind of hard to cover. And you walk around. And I just remember that like minus forty, and by the, I don't know how else you know this that Celsius is weird how it works. When you get to the like high end. Right. It's way low, like high end for Fahrenheit, like 100 is not it's like, what is it, like 30 or something Celsius. But when you get down the other way in the negatives, negative 40 and negative 40, it kind of meets. It's just like it's just cold. Anyway, it was minus over minus 40. And literally, if you're outside, everything freezes. You can't leave anything covered. And there are plenty of places in the United States today where it is that cold. That's cold. Not Southern Cat. Now, for some reason, Southern California, when it's like 40, it feels that cold, but it is not that cold. 
And I know what you're saying, Dan, that like there's some things that soup can't do, but very few things soup can't do. Soup is like how 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 um, Homer Simpson looks at donuts. Donuts. Is there anything they can't do? Right. That's how you have to look at soup in this particular time. You know, like if you go outside and I got to I got to I got to, you know, get get the snow off the driveway. Got to drink some soup uh, before we start on the Jets and on Zach Wilson. Um, by you weren't here for the soup hierarchy. Your favorite soup is what? Uh, give me the old chicken noodle soup straight out of the can by Campbell's. Wow. Yes. Old school. Old school. He's Dan Byer. He's old school. Um, okay. I'm not sure if there's soup or, you know, uh, chicken noodle soup or matzo ball soup. It's called Jewish penicillin. Zach Wilson could use because last night was, I guess, ugly as expected. It was just bad. Um, there's a level to it now where, yeah, and, and, and we'll play for you sound of what his head coach said, but there, there's a level to it now. It's like, you, you, you can't, you just can't keep throwing them out there. You just, you can't keep throwing them out there. Um, I don't know who Chris Streveler was. Like if Chris Streveler would have come and said, I play in the NFL, I would have said, okay, like, what are you, are you a kicker? Are you a long snapper? I, I don't know. I, I knew who Chris Streveler was, but I also called for Joe Flacco uh, at halftime. So I didn't even get the right uh, quarterback that they would actually put in to replace Zach Wilson. By the way, Chris Streveler, he'd handled the, the conditions, I think, pretty well. South Dakota, I don't know if they play indoors up there, but you would think that he's seen, he's seen some stuff in his day. Chris Trevler uh, uh, came in and replaced him. I mean, it, this is one of those. Um, we are divided as a country, right? We just we just are. We're divided as a country. We can't agree on anything. I think we can all agree we've seen enough. Zach Wilson is that? Are we? Does anybody I second like, that? Okay. Yes. Um, Jason Stewart, can I get a third? Can I get an amen, J- John Ramos? <laughs> all those in favor. Aye. <laughs> all those opposed. Aye. aye, aye. Nay. Motion is granted. Resolution you say, resolved. You can't do I and then nay, John. You have to do I or don't or say be silent. I'll teach be, him how this stuff. I'll rules. be silent. Okay. <laughs> Zach Wilson said this uh, after the game. Yeah, I mean you have to look at it from a team perspective, right? We're we're not doing anything offensively, and you know I'm trying to figure it out, I'm trying to help get the guys going. I'm trying to you know get myself in a little bit of rhythm, and and you know we had nothing there. Uh, here's Zach on the booze. Is it tough hearing the booze? Yeah, it is, you know, but <laughs> don't blame them. We have, we have a very passionate fan base, and they're here to watch us score touchdowns, and we're not scoring touchdowns. We're not, we're not getting first downs. We're not moving the ball. We, you know, we obviously can't throw the ball, so, of course, they're going to be frustrated. Here's Robert Sala on his uh, quarterback's decision-making. You said you, you feel like, like Zach is getting better, but this is a kid who was drafted second overall. Your starter last year, he's now into year two. You've had to bench him or make a change at quarterback two times this year. It seems like the other quarterbacks that you have thrown out there, going back to last year with Josh when he was here, and Joe, and now Mike this year, and, and Strebley, your offense seems to function better with other quarterbacks as opposed to Zach. Why is that? Those are things we got to look at uh, to stand up here and give you that answer. I, I, I don't have that answer. There's a lot of stuff that we got to talk about. Um, okay, first, first thing is, it was a very good question. Like that was a very good, fair, and balanced question. With there was one part to it. Did you 
Byer, did you pick up on the one thing that was that was interesting he, about the question? Uh, that Sala kind of sounds like Victor Newman from Young and the Restless. <laughs> um, I don't know who Victor Newman uh, is. That's a reference. That's a reference that's over my over my head. Um, but um, no, I didn't. What, what okay. did I miss? Can I hear that question one more time? You said you you feel like like Zach is getting better, but this is a kid who was drafted second overall. Your starter last year. He's now into year two. You've had to bench him or make a change at quarterback two times this year. It seems like the other quarterbacks that you have thrown out there, going back to last year with Josh when he was here, and Joe, and now Mike this year, and, and Strevely, your offense seems to function better with other quarterbacks as opposed to Zach. Why is that? Those are things we got to look at uh, to stand up here and give you that answer. I, I, I don't have that answer. There's a lot of stuff that we got to talk about. You couldn't give me one thing? Um, did, uh, Jay Stu, did you pick up what I heard? I'm trying to figure it out. I I was uh, play it again, John. No, I'm kidding. No, 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 play again. He mentions all the quarterbacks by first name except Strebler because nobody knows who the hell the guy is. Ah. <laughs> He's like, you know, Joe, John, Jim. They all came in. They're all better. And then some Strebler fella. Who the hell is that guy? He came in and he was better too. <laughs> that was the part of the, that was the part of the question that was the money question. It was like, look. You've had like five other guys. They're all better than this guy. Like, why do you keep throwing this guy out there? Um, I grew up in a town, a uh, city of Orange, Orange, California. Right. Uh, Jason Stewart grew up in Brea, California. Brea is 15 minutes north. Um, John Ramos grew up in. Did you grow up in South Pass or San Ramon? Did you grow up in South Pass? Actually, San Ramon was my second home. Okay. South Pasadena was where I actually grew up, yes. Okay, you grew up in South Pasadena. It's an incredible area. You think of Pasadena, the Rose Bowl, South Pasadena, San Ramon, like amazing area, okay? Uh, and Dan Byer, and I'm not I'm cutting you out of this because you didn't grow up in California. You grew up in Wisconsin, where everybody is sending out TikToks of freezing T-shirts <laughs> apparently right now. Not yet, um, but soon, yes. Okay, Montana's got it right now. I but. bring up I grew up in Orange because the city of Orange is famous Basically, I think for two things. Okay, one is the street fair in the orange in the orange circle. The orange circle is like it's like old Americana. Even now, it existed. It's like a throwback to the 1950s. It's right next to Chapman University. Really cute. They got a lot of restaurants in there, um, antique shop shopping. But the, the orange they have the street fair, and it's all different sorts of ethnicities and food, right? So is that fair? Like when I say, do you know the second thing, Jason Stewart, that the city of Orange is known for? Jason Stewart? City of Orange is known for yeah. the, um, yeah, it has one of those like streets where you have to, a circular street. What is that called? That's, that was the Orange Circle. Is he not paying attention to the rest of the show? What is he doing? That's the Orange Circle, the Orange Circle, right? That's the Orange Circle. And it's known for Toyota of Orange <laughs> because they had this little, little jingle. No, you see, you're snorting. Yes, I, yeah. I swear. Totally. Everybody the who played frame. Yes. Everybody who lives in Southern California, right? There used to be this uh, um, Cal Worthington, and his, and he had like a a tiger on on his. At the two car car places that people knew were Cal Worthington. I still don't. Know, I think he was like in Bellflower and the Toyota of Orange. You won't get a lemon. I would have got a lemon at Toyota of Orange, right? That's and. When I'm a kid, I was like, what is a lemon? I didn't even, you just go along with it. And a lemon is a stinker. Everybody, I, I don't know if you ever had a car where just nothing goes right. You know, blinker goes on. I don't know why. All of a sudden the car just stops, like the battery or whatever. Right? You just get, you get, 
lemons. The Jets have a lemon. You know, there's a lot of things that went into it. It was the COVID year. Right? We can blame it on COVID. Doesn't that, isn't that a great one you can always blame things on? What the heck happened there? COVID. Like, oh, okay, yeah, it was COVID year. Right? The COVID year was a weird year. And that was Zach Wilson's year to shine. Right? BYU. And then you look at who they played. You're like, oh, yeah, they didn't really play. Like, their big game that year was Coastal Carolina. That was their big game. No, no, they didn't come in and like, hey, let's bring in Texas and Alabama. Like, no, let's bring in Coastal Carolina. That's our big game. So some of it is the COVID year, okay? Some of it is there's a dude who he's one of those guys that it looked re- much better on tape, you know, especially on air. But on, you know, you can't really, you couldn't really tell in the COVID year. Like, who are they playing against? There was a bunch, of, like, who are you actually playing against? Not just in terms of, the level of teams that you're playing, but each one of these levels of team, they didn't have all their guys. I mean, even college football that year, remember, like, Micah Parsons didn't play. Lots of guys. There's several starred. Jamar Chase didn't play. Didn't play. So when the top guys don't play, other guys fill in, and they're not as good. So maybe that's part of it. Then there's just the the, the numbers game to the NFL draft where uh, GMs will tell you first round draft picks are like a 66.6% hit rate. Two thirds of the guys hit one third of the guys don't hit. So at some point you go like, eh, but there is something to be said for the fact that the jets have tried to find the guy at quarterback and they have gone through. It's, it's not for lack of draft. It's not like the, 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 the Packers obviously have found at least Christian Watson, at least one stud wide receiver. But the Packers, they just they don't want to draft a wide receiver in the first round. There's been too many busts, whatever. But it, it's not one of those things where they haven't, you know, people are critical of some, some teams for not putting resources into wide receiver, line, or whatever. It's not for lack of trying, right? They, Geno Smith was a second-round pick. Mark Sanchez was a first-round pick. This guy was the number two pick in the draft. And yet they, here they are again, they're going to need a quarterback. You know, maybe they should have gone to Toyota Forge. I know we're giving away free sponsor ads, whatever. But everybody in Southern California is going like, I remember that jingle. Yeah, kind of annoying, kind of cool. And at some point in your life, you're like, I learned what a lemon was. This is a lemon. He's not a horrible human being. I'm sure there's a great portion of it where his confidence is so shook right now. It doesn't even matter like, you're like, he's not even performing. Regardless of the fact that he's probably not good enough, he's not performing at a level where you can even take it seriously that, well, maybe if he regains his confidence. Like, you just don't have time. The Jets are still in some sort of playoff mix. And by the way, maybe we should be talking about the Jaguars and what they've done and how that light switch has gone on there. Nah. Anyway, I, I just, I, I, we're all... There's no malice in any of this. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing the Stephen A. Or like, you know, he's terrible. He's horrible. Like, at some point, you just go, like the question asked. You have, like, five other quarterbacks over the last two years that are better than Zach Wilson. And the fans aren't helping, which is the craziest part because for some reason, it just it becomes, like, fun to just give this guy the business. It's like, you know, he plays on your team. You know, the guy's not doing well. You could actually help him. But whatever, we're past that point. I here's I actually feel bad. The guy bought his whole offensive line room scooters yesterday, right? 
now he's probably not the starter. He's like, hey, guys, um, you know, I I need to kind of start managing my money because I just, I don't know what's next for me. So do you guys want to give back the scooters? Because, you know, they're all like forced into one-upping each other in terms of what gifts they give to offensive linemen. That'll work well in the winter. Yes. <laughs> Listen, yes. they did everything they possibly could last night to make it work for them. They threw on first down, I swear, on their first five possessions. The only points that he brought their drive provided negative yardage. That, that graphic on Amazon, and, and thank goodness my Wi-Fi crapped out in the fourth quarter. That's a true story. But the only drive that Zach Wilson produced points, they got negative yards on. It was because of the first possession of the game when they forced the Trevor Lawrence fumble on defense. It, it just could not have gone any worse. Yeah. It just look, sometimes guys just aren't good enough and, we, and you move on, you know? It's, it's like, it's, that, that's basically where we are. And we could do, you know, we could, we could do all different sorts of, of, of post-mortem autopsy over what you could have done differently. But does that matter? Zach Wilson is not good enough that you can't keep throwing him out there. Perfectly asked question. Some guy we'd never heard of named Streveler shows up and is better. Like uh, Dan Byer is openly opining for Joe Flacco. Like when in your, when in the last five years ago, you know what I'd really like to see right now is Joe Flacco. Never. Right. Never. But that's the case with the New York Jets. All right. Coming up next. um, The Jets rival is the New England Patriots. And we are in a place we have never been with the Patriots. I'll explain. Dan Byer alongside. So too is Jason Stewart, John Ramos, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Patrick and the Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. 
Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Doug Gottlieb in for Dan, the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. I mentioned the Doug Gottlieb Show is daily, 3 to 5 Eastern, to uh, 12 to 2 Pacific. We have an hour podcast. It goes live. It's... Fun stuff. In it, on a daily basis, we play a game. We don't have the open for the game? We just play Well, it's no ordinary game, Doug. Yes. Okay, well, what's, what's the game? Well, Doug, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is an opportunity, as we are just a couple of days before Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, to look back at the, the holiday season. And what better way to celebrate that than you and John Ramos... Going mano a mano in a game called Hallmark or Off the Mark. Now, I'm not saying this is an original game. I'm sure some radio show somewhere did it at some point. Um, But you guys have to decide on the titles that I give you if they are a Hallmark movie that aired during the 2022 Christmas season or if they are off the mark. First one to four wins, must win by two. If there's a tie at the end, we will have a tiebreaker. I will give you the title of a movie. Again, Doug, John, all you got to do is decide, is it Hallmark or off the mark? Are you guys ready to play? Well, I, I just, I, is this what you've been doing? You've been prepping for the last four days and you've been sick watching Hallmark movies? <laughs> This may have been done in late November, knowing at some point I'd put the game to use. Here we are on December 23rd, running out of time. Now, now, Dan, this isn't one of those ones where I have to, like, I'll bet that movie in five No, May- okay, no, good. no. Right. I'm just going to give you the title of a movie, and you just have to tell me, is it a Hallmark movie that aired in the 2022 Christmas season, or is it off the mark? Hallmark or off the mark? Jason Stewart is here as well. Are you guys ready to play? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. John, call it in the air. Heads. It's Tails, Doug. You will be going first. <laughs> do you know when fa- uh, Tails fails, uh, John Ramos? Most of the time? Never. Oh, okay. Never. Tails All right. Fails. The first title, Doug. Hallmark or off the mark? Noel Next Door. Noel Next Door. Was that a Hallmark movie that aired in 2022, or is that off the mark? Noel Next Door does sound like it could be another type of movie. Um, I'm going to say it's a Hallmark movie. That is correct, Doug. A hardworking single mom gets into a war of words with a neighbor who she feels is ruining Christmas, only to find that this misunderstood grouch just may steal her heart. Wait a minute. Noel Next Door. A movie about a misunderstanding? Yes. (laughs) Which leads to a love story? Get out of here. All right, John. What about Santa's second wife? Oh, that's not nice. 
I'm going to say that is not a Hallmark movie. That's off the mark or Hallmark, John? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Hallmark uh, or off the mark? Uh, <laughs> off the mark. I, I'm. Well, go ahead. Yeah, that is correct. All it right. is off the mark. Okay. Sorry about the. If it was a movie, uh, it would. The synopsis would be: After the untimely passing of Mrs. Claus, the elves aren't too keen on the idea of Santa marrying the owner of the neighboring bakery. That is, until she cooks up a recipe they can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't know how to tell you this, but there is a movie called Santa's Second Wife. Did it air on Hallmark? No. Then it's there off the mark. I, I That's the, then it's off the mark. But yeah. I had no idea. Did you know that there was a Santa's Second Wife movie? Uh, no, I, I did not. I had no idea. I, I, think- I, I spent the other nine hours putting this game together by writing up fake synopsis <laughs> and plot lines. <laughs> and and Doug's, Doug's violating the first rule of Which radio is games is using Google. You, you can't use yeah. Google. It's only on, because it's an I, it's honor only system be, here. I'm, it wasn't a question to me. I was like, Santa's Second Wife, really? All right, 1-1. One, one. Doug, what about New Year's Leave? New Year's leave. <laughs> New Year's leave, like leave of absence? New Year's leave. Is that a hallmark or off the mark? Um, <laughs> I've never heard of it. I, I'm going to go off the mark. That is correct. That okay. is correct. If it was a movie, the old boss Leon is retiring at the end of the year, and that's music to the ears of his worn down employees. That is, until one employee finds out about where Leon will be headed once he leaves the office. New Year's leave, not coming to a TV near you. <laughs> Wait, Leon will be beheaded? That, that, that took a dark <laughs> No, you got to watch to find out. Be play space headed. Two to one. Again, you got to win by two, otherwise it's a tiebreaker at the end. John, what about, we wish you a married Christmas? Mm, we wish you a married Christmas. I'm going to say that is... On the mark. <laughs> Wait, no, it's hallmark <laughs> or off the mark. I got to write these down. Uh, ha- hallmark. That is correct. Right. Becca and Robbie are a married couple having a hard time connecting with each other as the holidays approach. Just before Christmas, they head to a cozy Vermont inn at the advice of their marriage coach so they can recharge. Their weekend away gets unexpectedly extended when a mishap puts their car out of commission and just may put them on the road to a very happily married Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. All and, right. and everybody knows that if you're, if you're having a rough relationship, the stress of the holidays will typically make it better. <laughs> yes. All you know, right. When you're, when you're struggling to get along with somebody, you should go to Vermont and get in a cabin. And, uh, <laughs> Pressure of gifts. All right. What about lights, camera, Christmas, Doug? Hallmark or off the mark? Lights, camera, Christmas? Yep. Uh, that sounds like a Hallmarky sort of a name. I'm going to go uh, Hallmark. That is correct. Three for three. When a holiday rom-com movie shooting in her town needs a costume designer, Carrie, a local shop owner, steps into the role. While working on the movie, she rediscovers her passion for costume design and finds herself falling for Brad, the film's famous leading man. Brad. Unfortunately, this aired on November 5th, <laughs> so we are... A good month and a half removed from Lights, Camera, Christmas. Three to two, Doug has taken the lead, but we are on serve in Hallmark or Off the Mark. John, what about who the elf do you think you are? 
Oh, that would be a great title of a Hallmark movie, but I'm going to say that's off the mark. That is correct. If it was a movie, residents of Fox Hill Cove aren't too happy with the newly appointed mayor from a neighboring town, especially with the annual Christmas parade just two weeks away. <laughs> Who the elf do you think you Who are? Who the elf, elf do you, do you think, think you are? You are? Yeah. Who the elf do, elf you, do you think, think you, are? you are? Well, I'm the mayor of this damn town. <laughs> All right, three to three. Three to three. Doug, on yeah. serve. Yep. What about... North Polio. I mean, <laughs> come on. North Polio. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Hallmark or off the mark? That's that's off the mark. No way. That is correct. Santa okay. comes down with polio, and there's nothing that the elves <laughs> can do, or so they think. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my goodness. What, too soon? Too soon? No, no, okay. no. Polios, we're good. We're good. All right. It's, it's eradicated, funny. right? So. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, a very no timely anymore? disease. Very timely. <laughs> John, what about mistletoe jam? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that's a hallmark. That is off the mark. You think they're going to put a movie with toe jam in it? If it was a movie, Kevin comes home from California with his new girlfriend, only to realize he never broke up with the girl he was dating three years ago. Ooh, that is a jam. Yes, that is. Jam. Mistletoe jam. Mistletoe jam. <laughs> All right, Doug, you can <laughs> actually win this right here. I thought here. I just won it. I thought I won by two. You have two. to win got... by two. It's four to I three. I thought I did win by two. It's four to three. No. So that's what... Yeah. Oh I... oh, I don't get a point when he misses? No. Okay. No, that is not... A not... volleyball. Yes. What about three wise men and a baby? That sounds like an absolute Hallmark movie, right? Because there used to be three men and a baby, and they changed the three wise men and a baby. I'm going to go Hallmark. That is correct, Doug. You are the winner of Hallmark. Job, Doug. Or off the mark is three brothers get the surprise of their lives when they're forced <laughs> to work together to care for a baby over the holidays. As they slowly get the hang of things, they find themselves on unexpected journeys of self-discovery and begin to rebuild their relationships as brothers, as well as the damaged romantic and professional relationships in their respective lives, all while rediscovering their love of Christmas. Again, we missed it by a month. It premiered on November 19th, but three wise men, three <laughs> wise men and a baby. Well Those, done, Dan. Well that, done. that movie sounds awful. They all sound awful, actually. Well, three wise men and a baby sounds. I mean, like it's it's a takeoff on three men and a baby, and it just sounds yeah. What about that's the what, fact that the wise men were actually a religious thing? So that's probably not a good thing as well. Do you guys want to hear the other fake movies? Sure. Yes. Uh, Falling needles. That was a good one. <laughs> okay. That was my treat two years ago. That died like on December thirteenth. <laughs> Or a fire hazard around <laughs> December 23rd. Uh, what about Danger in the Manger? <laughs> I like Danger in the Manger. Yeah, Sally's 38th annual Christmas show won't go as planned after the city condemns the auditorium because of faulty wiring. <laughs> Her only hope is the auditorium's old janitor, Edgar, and when they get together, sparks fly. Ah, yeah. yeah. Danger. What about Oh Christmas Bush? <laughs> oh Christmas Pause. Bush? Yes. Pause. <laughs> Cody yeah, go, Cody yeah. falls in love with the owner of a Christmas tree lot, only to find out that the new love of his life <laughs> leaves town after all the Christmas trees are sold. 
Uh, okay, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll we'll get to those uh, some more of those. Let's get an update. What else is going on in the world of sports, Dan? Let's see if you've I, you've obviously been prepping for this thing. These are amazing, amazing. Well, Great, Dan Byer. By yes, the way, the uh, uh, the big winner last night, Doug, in the Jets Jaguars game. Mm-hmm. Not only the people who didn't watch, uh, but also the Cincinnati Bengals because they clinched a playoff berth with the Jets' loss. Jaguars get the win, nineteen to three, and uh, Zach Wilson replaced late in the third quarter. Trevor Lawrence did have a touchdown run, twenty of thirty-one, two hundred and twenty-nine yards. Not in the uh, uh, most ideal conditions, but both teams now seven and eight. Major League Baseball reduced the suspension of Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer from three hundred and twenty-four games to one hundred and ninety-four, paving the way for his reinstatement. USA Today reports. The Dodgers are expected to release Bauer. They released a statement last night saying, we've just been informed of the arbitrator's ruling and will comment as soon as practical. Hey, got to give the Giants some credit. They miss out on Aaron Judge. Don't have Carlos Correa. Now we think, I'm not sure, but we think they're going to get Michael Conforto on a two-year deal with $36 million so the outfielder goes to San Francisco. And C.J. McCollum, 40 points last night in the Pelicans, 126-117 to win over the Spurs. Yeah, no, uh, no, uh, uh, no Zion and a 40-burger against the Spurs team. That's just – Stanley Johnson played good off the bench. I watched him that game. That was uh, – they are – they are uh, they are tanking in the most classic, classic way. You know what, what's interesting? You weren't uh, – you were sick this week. Dan was sick this week. By the way, you can hear us all. Dan, you can hear on Sundays uh, on Fox Sports Radio as the, when the second games kick off. Plus, he has the I Want Your Flex podcast. You can hear him daily on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio – you were here like the immaculate reception, which is something that I mean, I wasn't alive for when it took place, but it's one of the most historic plays in all of sports, let alone in the National Football League. Franco Harris passed away at 72 years old. That play was in 1972. And oh, yeah, by the way, this is the 50th anniversary of that play. And the two teams are playing this weekend. That, that, that All that together is crazy. Today's the the today is the fiftieth anniversary. It happened on yeah. December twenty third, yeah, nineteen seventy two, and and there there's so many things like within this game. We just remember the the camera footage or the lack thereof of the angles and the replay angles and and Franco catching the football. And I, I know that we've talked about it before, but it's so funny because I think people think like this led to a Steelers. Super Bowl win, you know, like this kept their Super Bowl run alive. Yeah, and it didn't. They lost the next week to the Dolphins, and because it was the seventy-two Dolphins, in Dolphins the seventeen and zero season. Yeah, and and it, the the Dolphins. My other favorite thing about it is the Dolphins didn't even have home field because that's not how they did home field back then. So the game was played in Pittsburgh the next week. But I also didn't realize that it was just a thirteen to seven game. Like in a play like that, you know, I'm thinking like. Uh, you know, thirty-four to twenty-eight. That, that you would have a game, you know, in, in that. But that, that was the only offensive touchdown that the Steelers scored that game. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I didn't know about the home field advantage thing either. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, so Did... many interesting things. It's so sad, you know. So so yesterday was uh, so. Uh... It was interesting because I was looking at a dates and times and whatever, but 50 years ago, that's it's weird. It does again. And it is, it's also a play that I've probably seen whatever footage they have of it at least 200 times. And yet 
until I watched like an NFL, I think it was like an NFL Network had a had a long form show on it. I had no idea over like a bunch of the parts of the play, or I didn't know anything about it. It's just a weird, like, probably because visually it's so weird where it doesn't really pick up exactly what happened and you have Franco Harris pick up the ball and run it into the end zone. There's, it's really hard to understand if you're my age or younger, our age or younger, exactly what happened. I thought it was nice of the Raiders to have just as many camera angles in their game against the Patriots this past weekend <laughs> as they did on the Immaculate Reception to figure out Keelan Cole's touchdown or not. That was crazy. That was that, that whole thing. The Keelan Cole thing. Did, did we ever determine if they got the call right or wrong? Because there is an angle where it shows his toes. But I would challenge that even that angle, it looks like his right toe is, is on the line. Yeah, that was the that was the whole drama. But there was a photograph, a still photo taken um, just from the sidelines in that end zone that it did appear that uh, Cole not only got his foot down, but also was able to drag that other foot so, all right. Coming up next, I'll uh, I'll give you my picks for the weekend. We do the five for five. Usually do five college, five pro. But I'm staying away from the, the bowl games because I don't know who's playing. No one knows. It's the weird. That's the one thing about the bowl games which stinks is with all these kids not choosing to not play. You, and I mean, you just have no. And the transfer portal. This was a great betting time of the year. Now we have to bet on the pro game. I'll give you my picks next. Uh, lay down low, uh, let it snow, let it snow. Merry Christmas to you, Doug Gottlieb. In for Dan the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Dan Byer alongside. So, um, I give my picks uh, every week on the Doug Gottlieb Show, which is uh, daily, 3 to 5 Eastern Time, 12 to 2 Pacific. We also have the In the Bonus podcast. If you haven't heard it, I think that one... It's like uh, tiramisu. Just try it. You'll love it. Anyway, let's get to the picks. I want winners. Well, we got them. Five NFL. Five college. Five on three. One, two, three. It's five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Let's go, five. All right, let's get to the picks. Um, I'm a big weather guy. I'm a big weather guy. And that's probably the weirdest thing about living in Southern California is you never check the weather. That's why it rained. I think it was earlier in the week or last week or something. And I was so surprised by it. And I shouldn't have been, but it's just because I don't check the weather. It's supposed to be like 80 this weekend, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be nice. And then rain next week that I did check just cause I was j- just for comparison, but I'm a weather guy. Weather dramatically affects it. Didn't affect the dolphins that much. They played great in the, played really well in the snow and the, snowballs and the ice of Buffalo. Um, but let's, with that as the premise, let's get to some of the picks. The Saints go to take on the Browns. The Saints are having an absolutely dreadful season. And it's not like the Browns are killing it, right? Even since getting Deshaun Watson back, they've won two of three, but haven't looked great doing so. But they're a, a cold weather team that runs the football and runs it well. And my guess would be that Deshaun will continue to get better. I think the Saints are not going to get better. (laughs) They're just bad. And planning for next year and how to fix it. With that in mind, three points. I wish it was two and a half, but that's where Vegas is smart. Right now it's three. By the way, the over under the total is 32. 
And like last night, I'd probably advise you on the under. Give me the Browns. Lay the points. We'll stay in, we'll stay in Ohio with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they've turned the corner. And they're taking on the Patriots in New England. And so the thought is the, the Bengals are three-point favorites. And New England, as they've lost three of their last four, they did lose at home to the Bills. They have lost at home to the Bears this year. And they lost at home to the Ravens. So it's not like Foxborough is some house of horrors for teams to walk into. The other side to it is could have beaten the Vikings on Thanksgiving and should have beaten the Raiders last week. And oh, how different their season would look if that was the case. Um, I, I, I think they're they're I, I don't think they're great. I'm not even sure how good they are, but playing at home, a Bill Belichick coach defense. I, I, I want so badly to take the Patriots in the money line, but I just don't see them having the scoring to keep up with Joe Burrow. Uh, Burrow plays well in cold weather. It's supposed to be 18 degrees at kickoff. I'll take the Bengals, even though I'm laying points in Foxborough, seeing as the Patriots have lost two inferior teams to the Bengals at home this year. Give me the Bengals. We do have some dogs for you. Big dogs for you. Let's start with a little uh, with a little dog. The Eagles are taking on the Cowboys. Um, Gardner Minshew as a backup is great. Can run around a little bit, can throw it. And we don't really know what, what this offense will look like with him in it. And outside of Gardner Minshew, um, I can think of one player the Dallas Cowboys have that is, and Micah Parsons, that is better than everybody else in the field. I, I don't, C.D. Lamb's not better than... A.J. Brown, right? I I just think the Eagles are better. And it's not like Dak's been killing it at quarterback. I'm going to take the Eagles. Give me the money line. I think the Eagles win the game. Eagles are getting four and a half points. You want to just take the points? Take the points. Be smarter than me. I'll take the Eagles in the money line. Uh, two more dogs for you. The Seahawks are getting 10 points in Kansas City. And some of this is just water. It's found its level. Seahawks weren't supposed to be that good. They've beaten all the bad te- All the wins are over bad teams. That said, Geno has had a good year. They do have a good running game. And what are they going to do? Shorten the game. I-, I also love the under in this one. 49 and a half. But Seahawks l- getting 10 points. We'll take them. Give me the Seahawks. And then the Sunday game. Remember, those are all Saturday games. The Sunday games. Packers are taking on the Dolphins. Packers just signed their star guard to a long-term contract. Should have David Bakhtiari back. They don't stop the run, but I'm not sure the Dolphins can stop them. I'm going to take the Packers getting three and a half points in Miami. Those are the picks. All right, coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show, Doug Gottlieb filling in. There are three C's in sports, and Zach Wilson has lost one of them. Can you get it back? We'll discuss next on the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Merry Christmas here, Doug Gottlieb. In for Dan, the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Something interesting is happening in New England where, and, and most of it, is from voices of guys that used to be, used to be in New England. Um, but generally it was, well, you couldn't get any information out of that place. But now, you know, we're reacting to the fact that the quarterback seems to be openly perturbed, even though he's in his second year with the play calling. Um, now you're having former players question the quarterback, some are questioning the play calling. A guy who's actually had that job joins us now. Char- Charlie Weiss joins us here. Uh, in for Dan Patrick, I'm Doug Gottlieb on Fox Sports Radio. And um, Charlie, I, I want to start with last night and then we'll work our way to the Patriots. Is there any salvaging this Zach Wilson experiment in, in New York? Well, if you just watch the way J- Jacksonville handled Trevor Lawrence in that game last night, you know, you could see the answer to that question is pretty obvious. So it isn't like Zach Wilson has no ability, but he has no confidence. He has no confidence. He looked clueless out there. 
But, I mean, at any time did you see them trying to do anything to help him out? You know, no. I, didn't, I, I didn't see that. So your, your question is a bit rhetorical because when you have a talent, no matter how good or how bad it is, what your job as assistant coaches, for example, is to figure out, okay, what, what can he do well? And in, especially at that position, you find out what he can do well, and then you do a lot of that. And I didn't see any evidence of that last night. So not that he is blameless because he's not, but he looked shell-shocked to me. And the first, the first, thing, I, first thing I know is if you don't have a quarterback who's got any confidence – or got any moxie, or you know, got you know, got that a turn inside type of thing that we call it. Yeah. Then you're already fighting a losing battle. How is is there a way to rebuild somebody's confidence? Yeah, you know, I said <clears throat> what you have to do is you sit down in the off season, you figure, okay, here are the things this guy does well. Now, even if it's only a few things. There are things he does well. Uh, you know, I don't don't ask me what they are because I'm not with them right now. I just watch them the way you do. I'm a glorified fan. But you start with what he does well, and then you take it from there. I mean, but it, it's a lot bigger. It's a lo- it's a lot bigger than just what he does physically on the field. I mean, I've been watching and listening to this Jets situation. And everyone's on the Mike White bandwagon, including the players. They all have nothing but good things to say about them. Well, the first thing you have to do as a quarterback, if you can't win your, your teammates over by your work ethic and how important it is to you and all that other stuff, then you already don't have a chance. So there's got to be a complete makeover. If there's any chance at all, it's got to be a complete makeover because it's certainly not working the way it is right now. It uh, doesn't appear to be working in New England. Many pred- people predicted it because you don't have a traditional guy who has play-calling experience calling plays. Then there's also the quarterback himself who uh, seemed bothered by the fact that Bill Belichick thought th- they weren't close enough to try a Hail Mary. That's why they ran the ball with Ramondre Stevenson on that last ill-fated play. What, what are you, when you watch the Patriots' offense, what's wrong with it? Well, let's start for- – First, one thing with Mac. Mac should just shut the hell up. That's what Mac should do. Because the last time, the last time I checked, he's not in the Hall of Fame yet, is he? He's I mean, he, he's got a lot to say for a guy who's in his second year. Now, I'm a Mac. I'm a Mac fan. Okay, I'm a fan of his. I was driving a bandwagon, saying that I thought that this would be a perfect fit for the Patriots. Let's face it: when Josh left. No matter who you brought in, there was going to be a drop, a drop in, in the system. I mean, other than me and Billy O'Brien, I mean, and uh, maybe Dable, but other than me and Billy O'Brien, who were the other offensive coordinators there, really before until now, the only offensive coordinators that's been with Bill are me. Josh and Bill O'Brien, that's it. There's three. And Bill O'Brien, that was short-lived because Josh left for Denver. Bill took, took over. 
Okay, and then Billy ended up leaving for Penn State, and Josh got let go from Denver, and he went back. They're the only three guys who have ever run offense for Belichick the whole time he's been in, in, in New England. So when one of those three guys is not running the offense, obviously there was going to be a change in the way business was being done. It wasn't going to be the same. It wouldn't have made a difference who they brought in. It was going to be different. And anytime there's transition, there's the things that go with it. You know, but uh, I look at their team. There's been plenty of games this year where the operation has looked smooth and the offense ran fine. That's not the way it's looked recently, but there have been plenty of games that have been like that. So then you have to go to the root, to, root of the problem. Okay, well, the root of the problem is if you look at that team right now, okay, who scares you? As an outside receiver, nobody. Well, I think that that's where the problem really starts. You know, now I'm not I'm not passing the buck from coaching and the quarterback play now, but I'm saying when you're a defensive coordinator and you're getting ready to play the Patriots, you're gonna what are you gonna do? You're gonna try to stop the run and make sure that they don't beat you that with, with the in, inside part of the game and say that if they're gonna beat you. They're going to beat you by throwing to those guys on the outside. And at this point, they, New England just can't hang their hat on doing that because although they have some guys out there that I like Jacoby Myers. I think Jacoby Myers is a good football player, but he's not a number He's not, in my eyes, one of those guys you fear when you're playing against him. You know, if you took those two guys from Miami – if you took if you took the if you took those two starting receivers from Miami and put them on New England, do you think New England's offense would look different? Yes. If you took the starting two receivers from the Jets and put them on New England, they'd look better. If you took the starting two receivers from Buffalo and put them on New England, they look better. Why can't they, so, Charlie? Why can't they eval wide receivers? Like it's it's a it's a thing. If you look back historically, with the exception, I mean, they the the, the best wide receivers they've had have been those slot guys. Many of many of whom have been uh, other people missed on. But in the draft, they have whiffed on wide receiver after wide receiver. Why is that? Well, it, well, what I was there is because they didn't take anyone. They they didn't really whip on them. They took them where they took them in the second, third, fourth. Fifth rounds, they didn't take them. They didn't take them early in the draft. I mean, let's face it. You know, the, there's a lot of good receivers that are developed from the second, third, fourth, and fifth rounds. But the guys that walk into the league, you know, that look like stars, they're getting taken in the first round, right? Right, right. And they never drafted, and they weren't drafting high during those years either. And, and so, I mean, if you have a top ten pick and you're taking a receiver, you're going to get a good player. You bet you are, but you know New England's won for a whole, you know, for a couple of decades. You know they've had a low draft choice, and you know unless you can invest in them, you know you you get what you pay for. Charlie Weiss is our guest here on the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, the the Packers traditionally haven't spent first round picks on wide receivers, but the two young ones they have. With Romeo Dobbs now healthy, looked a lot better. You mentioned Miami. They traveled down to Miami. Miami fi- finally back off that three-game road trip where they lost all three games. 
Um, look a lot. They were a lot more competitive, and he looked better in the in the cold than he did in the previous two weeks. But what are your thoughts on the Packers on on how competitive you think they'll be uh, playing in the warmth, but against a team that probably going to run the ball? And they don't stop it well. How do you think the Packers will do in Miami this weekend? Well, it's not going to be warm. For, for, first of all, it's going to be in the low fifties because of this unusual weather. And low fifties in Miami, you know, you might have heaters on the Miami sideline, and the Green Bay guys might be wearing shorts and t-shirts. So uh, the 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 weather will be no will be no factor, uh, which is an unusual thing for us because, like today, I live in South Florida. Today it's going to be eighty-two degrees, you know, but tonight it's going to be forty. So it's never that cold down here. So let's throw the weather out of the conversation. I think Green Bay's biggest big, biggest issue on offense is the strength of their team. Really, is are the two running backs? Sure. You know, and I think that because you have a Hall of Famer at quarterback, you want to get give him an opportunity to just sling it all over the yard. In reality, when Green Bay plays best on offense, it's when they're utilizing those two running backs and then picking and choosing how many times they throw. So when they're throwing the ball 25 to 30 times instead of throwing it uh, 45 to 50 times, usually that's when Green Bay is playing their best. Even, you know, but no matter what they do on offense, you've know, you got to be able to slow down the passing game for Miami, and I think, th- I think that'll be tough sledding. Charlie, uh, listen, uh, we love your input. It's so good. Uh, so interesting, so insightful, and I wish you the merriest of Christmases and a Happy New Year, and thanks so much for joining us here on Fox Sports uh, same, same to you and all your listeners, too. Have, be safe, be happy, and enjoy the, the bonus football that we have this weekend. we got a ton of football. Thanks, Charlie. Charlie Weiss joining us here on the Dan Patrick Show. Let's get you to Dan Byer and find out what else is going on in the world of sports. Dan, what do you got? Yeah, Doug, outside of the uh, Jets game last night and the loss to the Jaguars, the numbers were just as ugly as the conversation. Zach Wilson, 9 of 18, 92 yards, and an interception. Uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, didn't throw a touchdown pass, had that touchdown run in that 19-3 victory. Maybe the biggest winners of all, the Cincinnati Bengals, who officially clinched a playoff berth. There was a bowl game last night. Air Force doubled up Baylor 30-15. to while in the NBA, C.J. McCollum at 40, Pelicans dropped the Spurs 126-117, to and Major League Baseball reduced the 324-game suspension of Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer, dropped it to 194 games, paving for his reinstatement. Following Bauer's reinstatement, the Dodgers released a statement saying, quote, we have just been informed of the arbitrator's ruling and will comment as soon as practical, end quote. Multiple reports say the team is expected to release the pitcher. Yeah, they own what twenty three million dollars if they release him. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Yes. Does, does he does he does he play baseball professionally ever again? Uh yes. I didn't think so six months ago, but I think he does. Yes. Jay Stu, I think he does. Somebody somebody will, will will sign him, but I would love to figure out, and I don't know enough about it. Um, I would love to get some compensation for him if I'm the Dodgers, or does that kind of dirty? Do they just have to release the guy? Because <laughs> uh, there is some value there. I have a feeling somebody sees value in him. Well, no, but the problem, you're talking about trading him? Yeah, yeah, you get something. Because if you trade him, you trade his contract. So nobody's going to go like, ooh, we'll sign up for a Cy Young Award winner's contract. No, like the guy's going to have to play for close to the minimum if he goes back and plays. 
Yeah, I, it's it just seems like such a waste. What a waste that was. That's 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 my feeling today. Um, I don't. I don't. I like. I mean, I, 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 and you're a Dodger guy, right? And Ramos is a Dodger guy. Uh, Byer and I are obviously not, but I, I can't really be critical of, of uh, Trevor Bauer. It was a, it was kind of always a weirdo, anyway, right? He was always just odd. And remember that time in Cleveland where he had the. But he have the, didn't he cut his finger on the drone? That, that was the, what we were told. He cut his finger on a drone that he had at home, and then his finger was bleeding when they play in Toronto in the playoffs. He's pitching, you know. So he showed some toughness. We're like, dude, who cuts your finger on a drone when you're a professional athlete? Anyway, anyway, there was always some weird stuff to him. I can't really fault the Dodgers. Just, I did, unless there's any of this in his background, which there doesn't. You know, they did a whole trial. I mean, there doesn't appear to be. So this is one of those, you know, what happens, you know, inside somebody's bedroom you don't know about until something goes wrong. <clears throat> Will he play? Mm, it's a hard one. I'll tell you Should this he, much. If right, he's in right. the NFL, he plays again. Ba- baseball is a little bit more, um, I don't know, deciphering when it comes to character stuff, I think. Uh, but maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I, we are, I th- go ahead. We I'm are sorry. talking about an average level pitcher. And in the NFL, I would even say an average player um, would, I think, would have the same resistance in coming back. I, I would. I'm. I'm. I'm agreeing with with Byer on this one. That he's an average pitcher. No. That, no. Well, we don't. We don't know what kind of pitcher he's going to be coming coming off of of this length of hiatus. Anyway, I don't. And I don't think he's. He was an average before and, this all happened. On the other hand, it's been a while and. Expectation, and if you look historically in his career, like he's not the one point seven three guy he was in Cincinnati, right? I mean, he's a he's a somewhere around a four ERA. He was a good pitcher, but I, I don't know what we can expect of him. What were you going to say, uh, uh, Dan? I'm well, I just wanted to clarify because I, I was saying he was not average, and so by Jason's comment, ah, okay. I was saying he's he's oh. above average that he's going to have that opportunity. Um, if he was just an average player. Uh, whether it be in Major League Baseball or the NFL, I think he gets the opportunity. But I believe because he is an above-average player, he will get that opportunity. I also, I just, I, 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 we always talk about stuff staying with guys, whether it's uncomfortable or to, to talk about. And I don't know if this has. What do you mean? I, I just, the story's been gone for so long. You know, like that's, yeah, it's, 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 it's time. It's like you get a chance to kind of remake your, the whole story because there's enough time between it. But if you sign him, it's going to be a story and it's going to be asked about and it's going to be discussed. No doubt. And that's where the above average talent comes in, where you'll take that, I guess, initial, um, Here's a here's a question. Part of it. Okay. Here's a question. He does not in any way believe, or he has, nor has he ever had cop to doing anything wrong. Correct? Has anybody ever seen any full denial? Yep. Level of control. And and in fair in defense of Trevor Bauer, he actually has a lot of evidence on his side that that h- however um, despicable, <laughs> gross, gross. The idea of hitting a woman would be that 
on some level, this was actually what she was desirous for. Like it wasn't once, it was twice and it happened twice. And, but it, I mean, I just, I don't know how you, I don't know how you sign that guy. And I, I agree with you, Dan, in that, you know, Saya, the talent does, you know, the talent does. I mean, like I, I honestly, I went to, I went to bed last night going like, do the angels sign him? Like, you know, and I don't know what the answer is. Would I be that bothered by it if the angels signed him? I, and I think the answer is no. He, he paid whatever penance. It's obviously cost him a ton of money, ton of respect in locker rooms, in, in life. But at some point, if you're good enough to play baseball, and, you know, one of the reasons they reduced his suspension was because it was... It was too much based upon a lack of, of, of real evidence that any of this was violating something that she did not want. See, I don't know. That's, that's going to be interesting. Do you, do you sign him? Do you want your team to sign him? Hit us up on social media. At Gottlieb Show is, in fact, uh, the Twitter account. Here's what we're going to do. Um, are we doing this as a game, Chase Do, or are we just doing it to do it? We're doing it usually, to do it. Okay, because usually we were going to do the Doug Gottlieb show. I thought we were doing like game time, but instead we're just going to do it to do it. Oh, no, Dan's got a great game for us next hour. Next hour? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is just gifts in sports? No, we're going to give out some gifts to people yes. in sports. Maybe we'll, we'll play some Christmas music underneath. How about that? <laughs> That's exactly what I was hoping for. That's next on the Dan Patrick Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 